If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Yes, listeners, it's the five-year plan podcast, first pod of the new season. Hooray! Or last pod of the old season, if you yeah. Or just the close season pod. Close, close season, season pod. pod could be a yeah. midsummer night's dream, which I suggested that somebody's looking at me blankly. Okay. Clearly doesn't. I get that now. Let's move on. Pod 183. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Wow. Pretty crazy. Already. Already. Um, and first, yeah, first pod since the end of uh, of last season, um, and we've got the original lineup: the Fab Four themselves, Kevin Day, hello, James Endicott, hello, Andy Street, hello, and me. How well, actually, I think it's fair to point out for those people who have listened to every pod that the original lineup was you two. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but then you guys made it a proper. Yeah, but that's like oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah, got yeah, a point. We are, we are the fourth emergency yeah, service of pod. podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like that and the Britain pilots. We just sit around waiting to be called to an emergency pod. Yeah, mm. to save yeah. the day. Mm. Yeah, and you do. Thank you, you very often, much. Yeah, often, yeah, I, I think we probably do. do. Yeah. Um, I know I do. What John Pienaar says he does. Yeah, John John Pienaar knows me from yeah. the pod. Hello, John. How are you doing? Okay, yeah, mate. Big shout out to John Pienaar. Hi, John. Oh, big shout John out to John Pienaar. BBC News. I think he's been quite busy recently. Not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. How have you been, Japs? How have your summer's been? It's only been about five weeks, to be honest, since we were last year. Nothing's really happened. You know my views on summer. Well, I, I met John. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a guinea. I met there. John Curran from JCIS the other day. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah. So did I. It's almost as if we have sponsors for the pods. Yeah, yeah. I, we, um, we were getting, I we went to a tapestry museum. Okay. They were full of embroidery needs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was a bit of a battle to get in, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a bit of a battle to get in, yeah. yeah. But they, they they mixed tapestry with, in, with bakeries, like embroidery needs. It's great. Okay. <laughs> very, very good. I enjoyed that. Um, okay, fine. I was trying, I was trying to you know, just ask you about your, your summers, but that's fine. We'll go straight into our sponsors because. Um, well, we didn't, though, did we? What? Go straight, straight into, into it. No, we didn't. So. We will now. But JCIS and Vector are with, with us again this season. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, confirmed signings for wow. FYP for this season. Oh, re Dreadful news about Brexit. I thought, mate, I wouldn't be able to take that. <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, God, if we'd lost those two, that would have been, really would have been. Well, there you go. It's the start of the season we all wanted. Are you now just yeah. wiped out half of our listener base as well? well fine, we don't want them listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those sponsors are, of course, Vector Printing for all your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with her? K. Nearly forgot the website. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy I've from this. South London. Yeah. Just, uh, I've missed I know, this. I know, I know. Should I'm we get, get a bit I'm of a drum roll yeah, going? I'm getting ready. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Hey! Yes. Very good. Very good. What he's not telling you is that he actually slurred that into JCIS's ears on uh, Saturday evening after, after all you, day drinking. After your, oh, they were loving it. Your jazz he festival. Was, he was, yeah, went to a jazz festival. Well, he would have been hearing music slurred into his ears all day then, so Endicott slurring words into his ears would have been fine, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Deserves everything he gets if he goes yeah. to a jazz festival. Yeah. What's wrong with a jazz festival? In Brockwell it's Park as well. It's got jazz in it, apart from that, it's fine. Oh, God. I'll tell you what I like in Brockwell <laughs> Park, the, com- the Lamb of Country show, that's nice. Oh, yeah. So you not you don't like going to see a world class saxophonist, but a couple of pigs ducks. and you're kept happy. Ducks. Yeah, ducks. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, at, yeah. Least, at least we know the sort of intellectual level of this podcast. Ducks and kittens. I think yeah. we knew that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> okay, so oh, he's, he's back. Let, oh. I was letting you guys chat. Yeah. What okay. a good host does. Let's let some chat and then comes back in and moves it on to transfers. Mm. Because Palace have done something that they haven't done for years, and that is get transfer business done early in the window. Really early? Yeah. The first day of the window, I think we Incorrect. signed. The, the first, window actually technically starts at the end of last season. The first yeah. day of July, which yeah. is like when, when it's formally opened. No, it's it? not when it's formally opened. All right, well, it's when like anyone starts caring about it. It's when teams start to enter, because all, all their contracts run from 1st of July to the 30th of June. Oh, God. So they wait until the previous contract year is finished, and then that's why they probably had all of this stuff arranged. I reckon before the first of July. Well, we, yeah, then once we, it ticks over into that, we, okay. We, we, should we, we done? Should we just say the transfer yeah. window was ajar? Yeah, let's just say that. Let's yeah. just say that. Should we um, say that? Is that a nook or a cranny? Yeah. It's a Trexit. Yeah. <laughs> and well, not only did we do it early, but also I think apart from the striker, it's all in positions that we all throughout last season said that we needed yeah. either cover or better players, basically. I seem to recall someone in this podcast saying that we wouldn't sign a new goalkeeper. I predicted we wouldn't sign a new goalkeeper. Oh, I'm still not convinced that he's going to be first choice goalkeeper. Should we should we oh, confirm so. who those signings are? Yes, and in yes, fact, because I'm sure no one's yeah. got any idea. The goalkeeper, the goalkeeper, Steve Steve <laughs> They might not. They might be listening in just for the pod. Yeah, that might be their first thinking, time. I am not going to listen to any news about Palace at all for five weeks until the next podcast. No, no, that's, no, what, that's what you used to do. Yeah, you used to like, yeah. I didn't you used to like ignore Palace. Yeah, I did. I ignored Palace yeah. news. 
all over the summer. And this might be the first time people are listening summer to our, It's not like match of the day, though. It's not like... Oh, I actually, wanna... yes, you, you're right. We do have uh, people in foreign climes. Some of our listeners in the outback, their internet may have been down. It might not be. <laughs> but it's now suddenly up for them to download a 100 megabyte podcast. It's good to, possibly, yeah. Or, or they use it's their true. data just for the pod. Yeah. Like, that's the most important thing they could download. Anyway, so the goalkeeper is Steve Mandanda. Yeah. He signed from Marseille for mm-hmm. £2 million slash free transfer. It bought, bought, bought out his contract, whichever. Okay. Now... He, you were saying you don't know if he's going to be any good. I'm or? Being, oh no, he's very good, but I'm, I'm, being, and I'm probably being slightly contrary here. But I'm, I'm not entirely convinced he's been bought to be our number one, number one goalkeeper. Okay. Especially as Pardew has already gone on record to say that he's going to let everybody involved in Palace who is in the Euros probably have the first four weeks of the season off. Which, four weeks? Yeah. What for doing their job? Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I wonder if I can get four weeks which is, going into work. Which also, <laughs> which includes both goal, which includes both first choice goalkeepers, you would imagine. So either the yes, way he's true. talking, McCarthy or Speroni will start. That's interesting. That interesting. You'd, you'd have thought, yeah. I'd have thought Mandanda had been brought in as number one, considering he has been voted League One goalkeeper for the last four seasons he in has, a row. And most, very highly regarded. Well, except by. Uh, the Deschamps. manager of France yeah because <laughs> yeah. everyone says that if it wasn't for Lloris Mandanda would be which, you know, second choice goalkeeper mm. so it's not rocket science but Deschamps thinks he makes too many high profile mistakes which is slightly worrying considering the goalkeeper that he may or may not be replacing well yeah. let, let's but, also bear in mind the fact that Deschamps managed to make Paul Pogba look like Andy uh, Dorman during yeah. the course of that tournament 100 million so. pounds rated Paul Pogba <laughs> no no Paul go, but, go no, back and cover yeah. Yeah. Mandanda's a really good buy because so, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a really highly respected goalkeeper yeah and I think and he's cool as well he is cool. he's, he's got good feet cool. yes he has got good feet as well very which, good yeah. feet did you yeah. see that the vine of him uh, in an uh, interview with at the end of the game water bowl that's the water really and then just yeah, takes yeah. a lid off and adds to the that was very cool in fact you'd expect Endicott to catch a bottle of water thrown at him from three yards possibly mm, not sure bottle of scotch yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I mean certainly it, it leaves us with four goalkeepers though doesn't wow. it wow even if we have got n- not got two of the first four weeks of the season it's that's four first choice first well, that's choice, an interesting so. point because I don't in terms of you have to name your squad don't you at some stage, yeah, it's yeah. end of August. There's yeah, certainly, August. certainly won't be four goalkeepers in that. I'm guessing true. three at a push. Three at well, he's probably three, but certainly not. So, four, who would so. you guys be picking then? First choice, like, assuming Mandanda can play from the start of the season. Who, who would you guys be picking in first? I, on reputation, I would probably pick Mandanda, but I, mm-hmm. I think Hennessy, of all the Palace players in the Euros, Hennessy probably had the best tournament. Played really well. He did all right, didn't he? Managed yeah. to stay still at free kicks and all sorts of stuff. So he's, I, yeah, I, I, I fully admit, I did, I did think we wouldn't be getting a goalkeeper in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would probably pick Mandanda on reputation. I haven't seen that much of him, to be perfectly honest. No, I've yeah. not seen him at all. But I like the look of him. Yeah, yeah, we all like the cut of his jib. Yeah, I, like, I like, I like it. I think yeah. it will fit into Palace like a. Uh, a hand into a glove. Well, also he's, he's very good yeah. mates with really Kabai. colourful ones. Yeah. He's really good mates with Kabai as well. Yeah. So there's rumours, of course, and hints that Kabai. Hated, he had, hated he, Kabai. Yeah, he had other clubs to talk to, but he hints that Kabai yeah. sold Palace to him. And of course, Pardieu does speak French as well, which I think. Pardon. I said. Pardieu. <laughs> Pardieu. He doesn't um, dance French, unfortunately, but he does speak it. But. How do you dance French? Oh, oh, if you don't, if you, if you don't understand, you dance French. You'll never know. You'll never know. If you don't know now. Do I want uh, to know that? 
Probably not. No. Okay. Um, well, look, talking to Hennessy. Let's, well, let's, well, I want to hear what Andy Street's got to say. Let's bring in. Let's bring in resident Hennessy critic. Hennessy Street. How do you think he did in the Euros? He was trying to spot. Hennessy look That's the worst thing anyone's ever said to me. I thought, I thought he was just trying to spite me throughout the course of that tournament, frankly. Uh, until he got to the semi-final, I thought he played pretty well. Um, there was some slightly unfair criticism of him over that Sturridge last-minute goal. Was no way was he at fault no. for that. No, no. no. But no, no, I, I, no. I, I Sturridge took it really early, didn't I he? I agree, yeah, he did take yeah, it Yeah, really from early. the angle, there was no, and there was possibly a slight deflection, so there's yeah. no... And with his, really with his cinder block feet, he was never reacting quick enough to that. But he made a couple of mistakes in that semi-final, but it's kind of understandable by that stage. I think their whole team was starting to tire a little bit. And um, I think, you know, he would have put himself well in the shot window. I'd, I'd be surprised given that Mandanda's come in and he will be number one I'd be surprised if Hennessy having had a reasonably good international tournament and having played a fair amount of last season would be happy just to be a number two and I wouldn't be surprised on that basis if you know he asks for a move somewhere else or if we look to try and cash in while his stock is probably at his highest apparently Everton have inquired about him but they've signed a keeper haven't they but they've signed a keeper so yeah Mm. there was I think chat about Bournemouth at one stage or or another so I, I mean I, I think the trouble is though you want him to stay that's the whole point of strengthening his squad exactly, yeah. exactly yeah. is that exactly. those players that were automatically number one stay and fight for their place yeah. so but it's always difficult with goalkeepers though because in other positions you're going to rotate you know, it, it's yeah, absolutely so fine to have five central midfielders yeah. and then you'd be almost encouraging your, your manager to think about how he can rotate his options yeah. around yeah. goalkeepers are the one where you know, generally you're only getting picked for the cups if you're not getting picked for the yeah, league, no, and, the league and the league guy stays fit and to a certain extent you kind of understand that like it seems to make more sense to, to keep the same centre-back pairing and the same goalkeeper as, as often as you can because mm. you need that understanding yeah. and I, I don't know I, w- I wouldn't begrudge uh, Hennessy if he felt that he wanted to go somewhere else to well, get that's nice first you, team you spent, <laughs> a, you spent a year slagging him off it's really nice you wouldn't begrudge him and move somewhere in fact I'll get in the cab on my Uber account if yeah. he really wants me to and in fact if, if you're a fan of the club who does sign Hennessy Andy will happily do your podcast mm. every week <laughs> as a guest just so you can use the term and you'll pay for my Uber yeah, to feet. <laughs> well speaking of defence then let's move on to the next signing because that was James Tompkins from West Ham mm. Which I think we can all agree is probably quite a solid signing, but ten million pounds—a lot of people are sort of balking at that. Is that too much, Enders? We have to start spending money. It's just the way it is. Unfortunately, yes, it is too much money. Of course, it is. Well, James, James Chester went for eight million. He's been absolutely terrible yeah. for West Brom so far. And was fairly poor at times. Jordan for, Ives going for fifteen. Yeah, I mean, there you go. So that's a, you know, I think yes, it is a ridiculous amount of money. But that's just that's the that's the level. We have to start spending money if we want to. We've spent the whole of last season, well, the second half of last season discussing how we had no strength in depth and I yeah. think what these transfers have proved if we don't sell these some players is that we are getting that and yet yeah. we've got to pay for it well, there aren't yeah. that many great players around the, there the problem yeah. is the, the, the Parish can't win either way because uh, I've been, I was amazed by the amount of tweets from Palace fans along the lines of why are we going after West Ham cast-offs and Liverpool cast-offs we should be looking at the championship for young exciting <laughs> talent and if he did that we'd be, he'd, the same people would be going why are we looking for kids we should yeah. be going the thing with Tompkins is I think I'm really pleased about it because every single West Ham fan I know and I'm working with a lot of them at the moment are absolutely furious about it yeah. Yeah, they really yeah. really love, they really yeah. love him they really rate him well, he's, they really he's can't believe I mean I've been sold, there since he was like 6 uh, or 7 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 obviously I've explained to them that he can't bear the thought of 
playing in a stadium like that and he wants to be a proper genuine working class club that doesn't steal taxpayers money <laughs> quite clearly did you, yeah. did you say that's all of them yeah all of them yeah, yeah. good good yeah, yeah. good good, good. No, um, it's a matter of public record it's paid for with taxpayers yeah, yeah. money that's a fair yeah, comment yeah. if Kevin yeah. wants to say that I'm happy to say that yeah but the th- and also the thing is that he, he's a perfect signing because not only can he play at right back as well as centre back he can also cover central midfield or defensive mm. in the back mm. front. he scores goals he's really good in the air possibly again one thing they all say is that he has got a, the odd mistake in him but they really rate him and the fact is it's they're the sort of players we should be looking for that's what Harry Redknapp always said you, you look for the sort of players that like horses that are running at the wrong distance mm, you look for right. players that are either coming back from injury or really good players that just happen to have three other really good players in their position so, you know, and it just happens that there are other centre-backs that um, Bilic prefers to him it doesn't make him a, not a good player it makes him a really good player who's available to come to somebody like Palace so it's, for him it's a perfect move and actually, in the current climate, ten million quid is not a lot. Isn't of money. a lot of money. Anymore, it's weird, though, isn't it? A horrific thing to have to say out loud. Um, mm-hmm. And it, again, we've we've talked about the ludicrous economics of football. But the fact is, it isn't a lot of money in the current climate. And he's an experienced Premier League player. It shows how far like things are coming. A year that a year ago we we're saying, "Wow, ten million pounds could buy club record." That's crazy. And now, ten million yeah. pounds for Tompkins. Everyone's like, That's "Okay, right, next." No, and, Fair and enough. That, yeah. Well, I mean, I do I do wonder how much of this. If the Americans hadn't bought in, how much, how many of these players would be going for? So I, but then it, we were told it wasn't for that. But I've, they, but I've, I've, I've still refused to believe that the Americans came in just to bung some money and redecorate no. in the halfway stand. And I, I just can't. It goes against all our transfer policy in the past. This yeah. is so different to yeah, anything we've done in the past. But also, I it's think really but we, have terms, but we, we have to change. We do. I know. We have so, to change. But it's so different. It's such a big change. Hmm. Not only in terms of the fees we're talking about, but in terms of the wages we're talking about. It, it's it's yeah. something that seems to be against Parrish's nature. It's something that he hasn't simply hasn't been like that in the last three seasons. But is it the right thing for us to be doing? Oh yeah, I'm all for it. Of course, of course, it is. Yeah. We need to, if we want to flourish. Of course, we have to do this, and we have to be associated with with players like that. And the fact is, the Batsui thing, Batsui was going to sign for us. And mm. so again, that's another indication of our our ambition. It's just that Chelsea came in and, and do what they will do with a lot of clubs this season. Gazumtosan will probably send him out to Royal Antwerp on loan because <laughs> probably, yeah. I think Leicester. <coughs> excuse me. I think I think Leicester have made it difficult for the rest of us because the four or five top clubs are going to work much harder at stopping players of that quality coming to play in yeah. teams like Palace right, right, yeah. to stop us doing the Leicester. But if we end up with with Benteke as well or Berahino, if we end up with a proper striker, then this is the best transfer. It's looking that way, isn't it? It's looking looking that way already. We talk of Santana coming in as well. Yeah, left back, right back, left or left back. So it's yeah, we can't we can't complain. We can complain about the economics of football, but we can't complain about. We said last year, last summer, that that was that was could have been our best transfer window ever. But I think this one is is shaping up to possibly be. I think I think it probably is already. (coughs) Well, you've got three three factors there. Really, you've got the new TV deal, which is huge. I mean, you know, you're talking about at least forty million pounds more for most clubs, if not more, more, if not more, if they finish at a reasonable level. At the very least, if Palace finish bottom, they'd end up with forty million quid more. You got the fact that the squad had come to a little bit. An end of a cycle with a few of them. And yeah, yeah. There were quite a lot that went out in the summer, and then there was also the three-year cycle that we had on the wages and all the sort of regulation stuff, and that had constrained us a little bit for the last year, but has allowed the shackles to come off a little bit this summer. And I think it was always their intention to, to go for it a little mm. bit in this window, and probably understandably so. You know, we've got a difficult end to the season with some of those fixtures. Yeah, I think they probably realised now that there's a value in actually doing your business early yes you save a bit of money towards the end of the of the window and towards the end of August but 
you actually make sure that you're better prepared for the start of August and the start of the season if you actually get them in earlier. So it's sometimes worth paying that premium to ensure that you're better prepared for the start of the season. And maybe we've learned that because we've we've started not brilliantly in some previous well, that's seasons. that's my point. Though, my, my point is that these are all things that we've known every transfer window and never done. We've always known what the professional way to, thing to do is, and we've Palace very rarely seem to have done mm. it. And I also think there's a, a part of it is the fact that season ticket sales have completely stalled, and I think they know that they have to do something to restart the interest of a lot of Palace fans. They know that the, the home form simply can't be as bad again next season, or they'll lose out on a lot of you know. And they know that with the continued profile of the Premier League is what they're after in terms of access to other markets, which is obviously important to Parish. So these are signings that will up our up our profile would uh, would Tompkins go straight into the first team is he replacing yeah, for Delaney yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, think yeah. I, would, I, I think he might start yeah. right back yeah, before yeah. he's shifted to centre back oh, I really? think he'll start yeah. ahead of Ward Ward's struggled towards the end of last season for me and I think it'd be a little bit harsh given the form that Dan Delaney finished the season in if he immediately makes weight so I wouldn't be surprised to see him coming right back to start I wouldn't be unhappy to see that I would be surprised because to me Delaney looked like he was saying goodbye Mm. at the end of last season Delaney looked like a player who probably realised his days as first up. choice mm. centre back and again I really hope he stays because in terms of a strong squad you'd be perfectly happy for him to, to be there mm. but I don't think I think we've bought a centre back rather, I think we've got a centre back who can cover at right back I don't think he's bought him to to, to replace a bit like Mark Martin. Kelly He's a better version yeah, I mean, of Mike he's Kelly. He's a better version, is what, is what it is. He's absolutely right. He's, uh, that's a level of our progress that we've brought. Uh, yeah, Mike Kelly's a good player, but Tomkins is a better player than he is. That's oh, certainly, okay. certainly at centre-back. And he's proven at centre-back as well. Yeah. OK, uh, so the other, the other confirmed one then is Andros Townsend from yeah. Newcastle for £13 million. Pounds, another double figures signing. Yeah, although there's some dispute all that apparently does matter somewhere down the line as to whether it's actually a transfer fee or we've just simply bought out his contract on okay. we still paid that money we, for we, still we paid, paid that, that money. money to bring him to the club yes and is this an area Andy that we thought we needed back up in as well you're asking the person who said in January that I'd be massively underwhelmed if we signed Andros Townsend <laughs> did, you really, did you really did you really but to be fair since then I remember that. a mate of mine who does uh, is a local radio commentator at Newcastle they, they all say that he's been he was brilliant at Newcastle yeah, well, he, so he, he ended I think the season in very good form. Yeah, and, um, that might be he's together. a very good player. He's a good player. He's Yeah, he's right. But I think, <laughs> I think he's the one. The bigger debate is to whether he will start Yes, and, and where he will start, I yeah. think. Because I think there's a lot of... If we keep Palacio and Zahar, I think there's a lot of Palace fans who would be surprised or miffed if Townsend came in for one of them. Well, there's chat yet again about Palacio leaving, isn't there? There is, but also I think the one that might be most well is punching because Townsend's a sort of player who could play in a punching role as mm. well. Townsend yeah. can play as a straight striker, he can play off a of number 10, he can play as a. But then Pardew likes Palacio in the middle sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. You want competition for places. Yeah, though, absolutely. I mean, I know it's an obvious thing to say, but bringing Townsend in, if nothing else, it will just make everybody It gives another option as well. We were a little bit too predictable last season because yeah. yeah. they knew they were either getting Palacio or Wilf yeah. on, on one side or swap, swapped a variation yeah. of the team. And ultimately, whenever one of them was out of form or injured or even when they're in the team and it made other teams easy, easy for them to sort of second guess us, we needed other options there. And, and good options, not just, a, oh, we're going to put Bakary, I move, move like a covered yeah. sacco up there. Like we, we actually need genuinely quality options. Yeah, I think he's a better... I think he's a better crosser than both Wilf and Balassi and I think he's a better yeah, finisher so, yeah. Yeah. than both Wilf and Balassi I don't think he's got quite that sort of explosive 
fear factor that they can sometimes have. He's against us, but I think I think it's an indication that we are serious about getting a big centre forward. Is it that we brought well, yeah. Townsend in? That's it. Well, that's, let's move on then to some of the rumoured, which we mentioned earlier, uh, transfers. Christian Venteke. Hmm. For thirty-one and a half, thirty lots of million pounds. pounds. Liverpool want to get their money back. Seems important to them to not be seen to have made a mistake and get their money back. Is it it too much? Or if if we were buying him from Villa two years ago, everyone would say this is the best thing that's ever happened to Palace because when everybody wanted him when he was in Villa, he was unplayable at times. He was the best centre forward in Europe. And again, this Harry Redknapp theory, he hasn't become a bad player. He's just ended just up at a team where the manager didn't fancy him in that, in that system. So he's had one bad season and one bad season does not make a bad player. Well, also, he's had one yeah. bad season in which he would have been Palace's top scorer with the goal, with nine yeah. goals. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So if, uh, I think he would score 20 goals a season for Palace. So I think he would start every it's game. It's also the one position, I think we're talking about how much these players are and how ridiculous mm. they cost, but for that, that position, you, you've got to spend the money. Unfortunately, you've got to. I think the odd thing about him is, not about him, is that we've all spoken about how much Pardew rates Wickham. Mm. Which is one thing we know, that Pardew really rates Wickham. Mm. So I can't work out, Ed and I have been discussing, I can't work out any way in which Benteke and Wickham would start together. No, I don't think so. So either... He, he wants more time with Wickham or Wickham's injuries are worse than we thought but it does seem a slightly odd one considering how much faith he had in Wickham yeah but clearly with bringing Townsend in it's, he wants to carry on playing with that sort of and Bendeke would be perfect up top for us wouldn't he oh, I think like, so power, the right sort of player. power pace buys we've seen how he goes down in the boat I mean he's a proper <laughs> he's a proper <laughs> we have yeah, I mean, he's would, a, we forgive, would we have to forgive him for that for no that? no we'll never forgive him for that we'll just encourage him to do it more often for us because <laughs> <laughs> we're hypocrites and yeah, we're fickle football fans yeah, but yeah, he is he's a striker that most European clubs would, would, would buy I think and again it's a level of our ambition that yeah, because let's, let's not kid ourselves. He'll say the right if we do sign him, he'll say the right things about this incredible journey. Can't always admire the fans. It's, it's money that's bringing him. Of course, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a level of our ambition that we can attract these players. Isn't it crazy that we are genuinely talking about a thirty million yes. pound signing? Yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's really, really, feel weird. Yeah. It does feel weird. Yeah. A, li- a little bit, but also, are, but also feels quite normal as well. In a it does, way. but I think there are Palace fans. Funny enough, I've a couple of dudes recently with lots of. Palace. I think there are some Palace fans who slightly regret because there is still people who. Hang on to the notion that we are not ramshackle, but we're mm. not. There are Palace fans who don't want us to be the Arsenal of South London, and I don't know if any of us here do. No, no. But the sad fact is that if we want to be a force in the Premier League, we can't rely on bringing our own kids in. We can't rely on. You know, Gale has been a subject of so much conversation here, but it's, it's highly unlikely to see Palace relying on bringing players in from the Championship that may or may not do. We have to buy players with Premier League experience. And quality, and, and apart from Andanda, who's got experience at the highest level, we'd be bringing in three players. Hmm. The, but basically, I mean, that's the other thing that I've really enjoyed is fans of every other club going, Why are they, how are they go to the Palace? Why don't yeah. they go to us? Yeah, Everton exactly. fans, Everton, <laughs> yeah, Everton exactly. fans, Tottenham fans, yeah. even United fans going, Why well, we, we, we'd have them? And then, yeah. so we, it's an indicator. And of course, we predict it's we combine the, the, the better players you buy. The better players you're attracting because people are going to go, okay, well, if Benteke went this there. That's what we hoped would happen, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. People are going to go, oh, if Benteke's gone then. But you also hope so. Kabai will raise his game as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Well, That's the other point. If we're bringing these players, if hopefully Kabai will play the way we all know if he can playing, play. Of course, if he's got he should play. If he's got strikers of the quality of Townsend and, and yeah. Benteke ahead of him yeah, with the passes, then 
Of course, happy days. He played, he played well in that one game he played um, in the group game, didn't he, against Switzerland for France? With man of the match. He did. He, he did play, play very well. Very well. well he played very well in the last of the game that they played to qualify against Ukraine. I mean, right. the, the French press love Kabai. It's just that, again, I think he has seems to have the same problem there. You can't always pinpoint what it is he's doing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, I mean, he's got to be happy. I mean, it's, it's, I think there would have been talk of him moving on, but I think, mm. well, he's I think you're buying the quality players to keep. To help yeah. keep the quality players yeah. you've got, without a doubt. It's all, it's all going really quite well, isn't it? So far? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Which is why I think we should all put money on losing 1 0 to West Brom in the <laughs> exactly. first game of the season. <laughs> exactly. And it's nice to know at this stage of the season what the last game of match of the day is going to be on Saturday. Yeah. Well, really. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've also been linked with Berahino. There's other players we've been linked with David Santon, former Berahino. I do yeah. think we need to buy a striker. I don't yeah, want Oh, yeah, I think we will. We really yeah. do. I think we will. But if we get to yeah. the end of August and, and Bendega hasn't worked out yeah. and we haven't got a striker, we're all going to be feeling a bit disappointed. Oh, I think the good news is that I think West Ham are due to sign this bloke from AC Milan and I think yeah. I think that the by all accounts Benteke has agreed everything with Palace but I've got a feeling his agent might have been hanging on yeah. to see if West Ham lose this bloke and then possibly go look if you offer yeah. offer 50 grand a week more he might go to you but I, I'd, I at this stage I'd be surprised if is ben there Deke anyone else out there that you would write if Benteke doesn't happen is there anyone else that you would like to see Palace go after like oh, pers- personally, Wilfred, I like Wilfred Boney at Man City. Yeah, well, we were rumours about Zazar as well. I, there, is a, there is a time yeah, where we before that penalty. Penalty. I know, I know, I know. But, there was but a, it's actually quite a good time to buy him because he yeah. probably could be yeah. sold for peace. There was a time when I wondered because Parrish was hinting after, after the cup final that we were in for one of their players, which I wondered if we might go for somebody like Carrick, just a bit more mm. experienced in midfield. But I, it's, it, I mean, there's. Endicott's is just so hard to strike. It's the striker is what you want, isn't it? That's what you need. We need That's what gets you pulse racing in the. Yeah. And the other thing as well, this, the whole thing with Conor Wickham is that he'd be learning if we keep him. He's been learning from a really good player. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, you mentioned Dwight Gale. He's gone to Newcastle for ten million pounds. Yeah. 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 See you later, Dwight. Yeah. No. How? how <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a weird one, Gale. Just never really sort of made it. You always feel sorry for him again because again. I'll say what other Palace fans have said. He would have played really well alongside Benteke, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's never, yeah. he's just never fitted into the system. Doesn't fit modern football, you know, at that it's, level. It, I don't it, think he fits. It I, I think you're right. It's, it's at, at that, that level. level. I think yeah. he'll do really yeah. well in the championship. I think I he'll score a lot of goals in the yeah. championship, and I think he'll become a bit of a and gone up at Newcastle because I think they'll play. Yeah. I think Newcastle will play fairly direct football, and that will suit him. But I, I, I think he'll always be one of the the great what ifs at Palace mm. because. I generally think if given half a chance of a run in the team he would have scored Not, we'll never, we'll never forget those we'll never forget Chris Stambul no, we'll, we'll always have Chris Stambul he scored some great goals he scored some really great goals he's a good good, good striker but he just didn't for what he just wasn't you know Holloway was the one who really fancied him and other mm. managers didn't mm. want to fit him into the system and ten million pounds though seems I think way more than I thought we'd ever get that's a good well, deal that just for shows how profit it is, exactly because he was our record signing for a while wasn't yeah. he before yeah, 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 yeah. which was a six million or yeah. something I think he'll go with the best wishes of all yeah of course he yeah. will of all Palace fans and yeah. he will I, think I agree with you he'll score goals up there and mm. I'm not surprised he went for that much though like uh, McCormack went for what 12 million down at that level yes. you know, yeah. it's not uncommon now For if anything they probably got themselves a bit of a deal in comparison to what some strikers go for at, yeah. uh, well, and also imagine clubs. imagine what it's going to do to his confidence a manager of the quality of Benitez yeah. wants mm. to pay that much money for yeah. him because yeah. he's always I think one thing he's always we've always talked about this he's always struck us as a slightly 
not moody, but he's he's diffident sometimes. He's not mm. he's not a confident. He's not a yeah. brash sort of player, is he? No. Needs a sort of arm around his shoulder and a yeah. bit of a confidence from yeah. the gaffer. Well, best of luck to Dwight then on yeah. his the gaffer. new uh, gaffer. The gaffer. Yeah, gaffer. Yeah, the gaffer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, um, it's not the late 50s, you know. Mm. Alright. <laughs> I can say gaffer if I want. Well, according to his hairstyle, it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's retro. Um, that, good luck to Dwight then for his move to yeah. Newcastle. And uh, I think that wraps up our chat on transfers. That might be our best ever chat on transfers in terms of. Just positivity. So, so it's the one when O'Keefe came in. Yeah. We haven't got long enough. <coughs> Fighting top. <laughs> we haven't got long enough for that. Uh, right, in part two, then, we're going to answer questions from oh, our listeners. Wow, that's a change. So, <laughs> Johnson, a bit. Back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Yay! First pod of the new season, Pod 183. Wow. Sponsored. Season hasn't started yet. Well, with pre season. So that's still. That yeah, counts, but it pertains to. Oh, it's, it's actually Palace's first game tomorrow. You're on it. Yes, we're in Against America, are we? Vancouver Whitecaps. Vancouver Whitecaps. Nice. Yeah. Um, we're sponsored by Printing. For all your printing and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. Inspector Weather. Okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Very nice. I will, I will, I will. Oh, okay. So did you just bump into him at the Jazz Do? He's tall. You can't miss him. Oh, is he? Very tall. It's very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Uh, Everyone's talking yeah. to us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> young, young generation. You're lots sitting of down, lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have him. we got loads of questions, so oh, I'm really? going to sort of roll on through them as fast as possible. John Dodds. Hi, John. Uh, Hi, Dodds. 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 Hey, he's been waiting. He's been bored for five weeks. Dodds. I mean, he's yeah. been sitting there tapping the table. Yeah. <laughs> First question of the new season. Well done, Dodds. Thanks, mate. Okay. Oh, I'm really yeah, not sure I should have chosen. I don't know if I should have chosen this one now. What would you put in a palace-based summer cocktail? Ooh. Palace-based summer cocktail. And what would you cocktail. call it? Rum punching. Nice. Oh, oh good. Nice. It's almost like somebody's been on their phone checking these questions yeah. coming in, isn't it? <laughs> not engaging in the last 20 minutes. What would you have in a rum punching? Yeah, Jason punching, wouldn't you? And a bit of rum. <laughs> Palace-based cocktail. That's a good one. I wish I'd had time to think of it like um, yeah, MDR. It would have to be a mainly blue drink with a mm. tiny bit of red in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A chill, slightly Chelsea-flavoured cocktail. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, rum punchings are good. Yeah, no, it's, I think, I think, I think you've punchings. peaked. I think yeah. we've, I think we've yeah. peaked with yeah. that. And nobody went for screwdriver, so well done. Yeah. Mm. Uh, tweet us, listeners. Tweet us your, your cocktails. Okay, maybe we what, can do me? A, no, no, maybe we can do a competition or something. Yeah, tweet us your I'll tell you what, yeah, yeah, tweet us cocktails and we'll mix, next pod we'll mix some live on air. <laughs> oh, and drink, God. And drink them all the way but through. you won't get a T-shirt. No, you will have to clarify that this time you won't get a T-shirt. It's cost Jenny an absolute fortune. We had to send out a lot of T-shirts after <laughs> Because he kept saying he gets a T-shirt. Yeah, we had loads of T-shirts. Yeah, we had to send out quite a lot. But everyone got their T-shirts, I think, which is nice, and people have been tweeting us pictures of their T-shirts. Well, so considering you've been living high on the hog with the sponsorship money for yeah. <laughs> that we never see. <laughs> we I never see. I wish I had. I haven't. We're ploughing it back into the, the, the pod. How do you plough it into a pod? You've already equipment got all the equipment. You've got it all. And stuff, equipment. and equipment, uh, equipment's from... It's got lots of gear with it. Yeah. End of season drinks. 
the drinks that we had at the FYP yeah, which mainly the people who came bought drinks we, we for put, us we put some money behind the bar did that? yeah this is a Ponzi scheme isn't it yeah I knew it Okay, Scam. let's move on from that. But yes, but we will. Yeah, we'll drink. We'll mix and drink the cocktails live yeah. there next time we do it. Okay. Yeah. So tweet us your cocktails, listeners. With ingredients, though, because we can't just guess. Yeah. We can't yeah, put yeah. Jason Punchin in a glass either. I don't know how we're gonna. Well, yeah, yeah, we we could. It just had to be a really big glass. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Make up. Make up a cocktail as well. Okay. Uh, the next one is from James. Hi, James. Hi, James. He says top four and bottom three predictions Ooh. for this season. Who <sighs> came up? Hull going back down this year. Well, do you know what? I mean, after last season... Leicester going down. I, I, reckon Leicester. Be, I reckon there'll be a lot of people putting money on Leicester a lot, I know a lot of my friends yeah. have put money on Leicester going down. Yeah. I don't think they will go... No, I reckon they'll be in the bottom third. Uh, oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's hard to see the three, the three clubs you've got promoted. Hmm. I think it will definitely struggle again. Yeah. I mean, Hull, Steve Bruce... The ludicrous notion that he was linked to the England job even for a, a day is just so Allardyce is their favourite now isn't it? well do you know the interesting I'm starting to come around to Allardyce just in the sense why well, well A it will shut him up and he <laughs> no won't, he won't he won't be able to go on about <laughs> if my name is Allardyce but at least the, the thing is he's, he has done quite a good job with moderate players so the fact is with a decent players he might be right. but at least we'll have a system we might moan about it, but at least we'll know how England are going to play. Mm, that's yeah. true. It might be old-fashioned and transparent, but we'll know how England are going to play. So, because otherwise, who else is it going to be? Eddie Howe with Alan Pardew, very good. Jurgen Klinsmann, pretty, exactly. pretty good answer to James's so, question, really. Yeah, really good. Um, so we'll oh yeah, to, we'll I think Sam Allardyce. We'll have to top, top four. Let's think. Uh, so Man City. I just want to remind you of the fact we might have Jurgen Klinsmann standing there while fifty thousand England fans sing about ten German bombers. <laughs> I think West Brom will catch it the last three or four weeks. I think it's what's interesting about the bottom because I think for the first time in a long time, we're playing teams in their first six or seven games who, for the most part, you'd expect to be towards the wrong end of the table. So if we're not going to be there, we, that, that's a good indication of how much progress we've made from last season. Mm. Sunderland, fine. Sunderland, yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think if Sunderland lost Allardyce, you'd imagine that would be. They've got too much to do with their squad as well. It's a poor squad. Well, again, that's the other thing. The other intriguing thing about Palace bringing these players in is that no one else is is at the moment. Yeah. Apart from the Chelsea's Man City, no one else. I may not have brought a few. In, yeah, but the teams around our level. Yeah. Our level. Well, no, do you know what I mean? But the, it feels like it, though, doesn't it? The teams, the sort of team like West Brom, Stoke, those sort of teams that we would compare ourselves to, don't seem to be bringing. Unless we just haven't heard. No, I think I think a lot of it is people are waiting for the Euros. I think people are waiting for the Euros in the hope that players. Prices will go Stop down. Stop prevaricating. Turn your top four. I think, your bottom top three. I think. I think my. I think West Brom and Sunderland may struggle. My bottom three will be. In fact, I will go for the three that came up. Hull, Burnley, Burnley and, and Middlesbrough. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Basically, of those three, I think Middlesbrough might. I think that might flourish. Middlesbrough. Might, I think Middlesbrough, I think Middlesbrough. It might be do a Bournemouth and play enough good football. I too. could I could see Middlesbrough swapping for Sunderland, mm. possibly. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's good. On Top, four. Oh, Top four. Top four. Yawn. 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 Palace. Uh, let me think. It's going to be West Brom, Bournemouth, and Palace, yeah. and uh, Stoke. Well, the one thing you do know is, that in, in terms of, they're not going to let that happen again. The top four. Well, that, there is that. Yeah. Because I would say, like, if, if I said to you a year ago, Leicester, 
you'd be saying, oh, yeah. shut up, JD. I think Liverpool, I think... Uh, Spurs, I think, usual sus- I, don't, I think Spurs... I think Spurs will do well. I think their last four weeks was so... I think one of the reasons England struggled was that you had too many Tottenham players in there. Really? They bottled it in the last four weeks. Yeah, they, and they, yeah. I just think... I think it's really hard to come off the back of a, a run like that and then suddenly go to, out to... Liverpool, you reckon? I think, I, if there's, I think if someone again is odd for our generation to be talking about someone outside the top four being Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> but I think if anyone outside the traditional or what's become the traditional top four, I think Liverpool. Yeah. But I think I, I'm so pleased that we're in the Premier League because I think it's going to be the most interesting Premier League. It's going to be a really good Guardiola one. Guardiola yeah. and Mourinho and Conte and Klopp yeah. and Pulis. Yeah. Conte, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be some ridiculous. Mid-match-ups. Conte was great during the Euros. Conte was, I loved really watching Italy. Yeah. I loved, you know what? I yeah. really loved watching Italy. They in the Euros. They were the, my favourite team to watch. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, yeah, no, they were. I, I, what, I, I, I mean, like watching Ronsil drawing a chest. No, no, I thought they, they were. I thought they were, I thought they were powerful. They were strong. You know exactly what you're getting. I with thought they were great. I loved watching Italy. Sorry, sorry. It's not all Cruyff turns around my house, mate. But the fact is, I like, I'm with you because they, they were all quick, yeah, they're tetchy, yeah, they've got like, so much come. passion. When you know, the way they celebrate when they score, and I love the fact and also Robson Carno didn't mean that Cruyff turn in a million years. It's it was no, great though. It was it amazing. Was it was it brilliant. Was slightly ruined by the three Belgian defenders just just sliding past oh, him. That's what made it. It was great. It was great. It's because it was Robson Carno, a man that hasn't even got a club at the moment. Yeah, I tell you what, it takes a special kind of miser. A miserable bastard to take away that moment. To take that moment away from how Robson Carney is outrageous. I can't take it away from him. All I'm, all I'm implying. So just denigrated going, well, it wasn't much of a goal. No, no, it was a, I'd say he didn't mean it, is what I meant. Of course it's, he meant it. Of course it's a great goal. It's just <laughs> falling over, wasn't it? Was I think it was obviously. It was circumstances conspired. Yeah, they did. And he wouldn't have expected it. It's one of those things you try and it never comes Yeah, three things that he could never put together, he just happened to do. It was a perfect storm of just. Yeah, for me, there was two. Much of a, too much of a break between each individual action. One of the greatest goals I've ever seen. <laughs> it was great. That was a great game. Okay, uh, next question is from Jack Pierce. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack Pierce. He says, Have you watched the cup final yet? No. 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 And I won't. Never. No, okay. I'm not, I'm not, not even. I, in fact, I even got annoyed because you know you get autoplay on Twitter when you're going down your feet and something yeah. plays automatically. And it autoplayed Punchin's goal, and I was even annoyed at that. Yeah, I, uh, we were filming A League of Their Own this week, uh, the next series, and Pardew is a question. And people, well, I've said that for a while. People could laugh as much as they want, but I stood in the studio for uh, with my hands over my eyes when they showed the clips. I'm not going to watch it. No, I'm only guessing that that Clattenburg made a complete ricket for the for the the advantage because I haven't seen that. Either. I've not. I've actually not watched it. Why, why would I watch it? Why would I watch any of it? No. Okay. We were there. We saw it. Yeah, I wish I hadn't. I wish I'd thrown bleach in my eyes off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Best day okay. out ever, though. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. The next trouble. It's trouble. The English mentality. Hey, and the fans are brilliant. Celebrate <laughs> losing. <laughs> right. Robson Carlo didn't mean that. Really yeah, he meant it because he didn't mean it. they were good. Next <laughs> question is from Gully Ford. Hi, Gully. Oh, hello. Who says Gully? Gully Ford. Mm. Is that a new car? Isn't that the name of the Brighton mascot? I don't have no idea. Why would oh, I know? Why would I know oh, what the Brian mascot's called? Yeah, why would you know? Why is he called Ford? Know thy enemy, boys. What's? Why is his second name Ford? I don't know. Well, to be honest, the question has absolutely nothing to do with Brighton, so I don't know why. Anyway, the question is: Where do the new kits rank in terms of fa- all-time favourites to worst? Very low. Well, no one's then. No one's all-time favourite as a response to the uh, their unveiling was indicated. They're, they're too blue. 
very blue in it. It's like blue, blue, like a, a red scarf. Yeah. At the bottom, you got like that, <laughs> that red Goldberg one. Then you've got like the tie dye ones. Then you've got the one that looks like someone splashed some paint on it. Yeah. And then about five yards further down into the earth, you've got this current Dagenham at Redbridge Strip. It's yeah. absolutely abysmal. If in fact, uh, even with the signings we've been making, every time I've seen them hold up a shirt, I've gone, oh, oh we so signed him. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, if, the shorts, if the shorts and socks were red, I would, I could live with it. Mm. it. It looks like a Chelsea kit with a bit of red added. So yeah, like, but when they all stand next to each other, it looks oh, like stripes. Yeah, but they, they do, do that, that for thirty time. seconds. Every well, game. I mean, that's fine if you've got if you've got a wife and ten children. It's great if you, if you <laughs> buy the whole, both kids for the whole family. Ten, ten wives and a child. Or if, if you yeah. prefer, yeah. But it's you know, it's just or lots of mistresses. It's not for me. There's you know, the awake, What about the awake? I, I just also I like that there's something. Well, there's only so much you can do with stripes. Well, that, that's taking the stripes away is is one of the options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. Do you remember the Lombardo kit when we had uh, white shorts and socks? Mm. Yeah, we did. There's only so many with. things you can do with stripes. Yeah. Is that what we said? Yeah. Make them claret and blue, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's making claret and blue. What do you think about it? I've got a feeling next season, say, right, you want stripes, you're getting stripes next season. There'll be 28 stripes. I'll be happy with that. I mean, does it really matter what the kit looks like? Yes. Yeah, it does. For me, it's got to be the right colours, obviously. No, for me, and I think for a lot of football fans, for newer football fans, possibly not, but for me, kit, badge, motto, these things are really, really nicknamed. These things are what really, is our really motto? important. I don't. Know, we probably haven't got a motto. Shut but, up, JD. I think. Yeah, but you know, as you saw, I will. When you saw, <laughs> but you saw, yeah, but you saw the whole city trying to change the name. Yeah, that's These true. things yeah, are really yeah. important. And Cardiff would, as well. When they would, and, yeah, yeah. and the fact that Palace fans wanted the, uh, the Crystal Palace to be part of the badge. Yeah. where we come from oh, I agree about that things yeah. like that are very important and, was, you know, and, but the, I agree the, about the badge the, uh, the club definitely. know it's important because a few yeah. years ago we actually all decided what kit we wanted anyway that's right yeah that yeah. didn't work out so well, did it? No, no but it still but at least it, it proved that the club thought it was important it right? is important I mean it, it's probably becoming less important with each season as clubs change their kit mm. willy nilly willy nilly but uh, Arsenal Apart from when Arsenal had the maroon centenary kit, which was fine, yeah. Arsenal wouldn't dream of having an all-red kit no. or red shirts with a tiny little bit of white. Or white. It's just, it's your kit. We are, for better or worse, we, we wear red and blue stripes. Thoughts on the away kit, the yellow with the sash? I'm not a it's sash. Like a tin of custard, isn't it? I've never, mm. I'm not as big. I've never particularly liked the white with a red and blue sash. I'm not, really? No. You've been very controversial this no, part. No, it's never been my favourite kit. It's a thing of beauty. No. You like the black, the evil sash, black sash. No, I don't mind the black sash. I, I, I prefer the two stripes down the front. Mm. The old Don Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry yeah, Murphy yeah, won yeah. that. Uh, wore that shirt. He, he did, but he didn't wear the one I had, which is about 14 kilos of cotton. Because <laughs> <laughs> once it was wet, it was all right. okay. I, the sashes are strange. And, you know, but uh, well, I, the other thing as well, I, I, I can't stand the fact that we wear away kits every game. We shouldn't wear the away kit unless you have to as well. I can't. And I also it's like get... Wales, Portugal, both wearing their away kit. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. But also, like, I'd like to go back to a time when we have a kit for two seasons. Do you remember we used to have a kit? Yeah, and it would last for two, yeah. maybe even three seasons. Ooh, like, yeah. controversial. Now it's every year. Right. Well, which given the fact, I mean, I'd be interested to see what the figures are and how much money we actually make on ticket sales and kit sales. It must yeah. be a tiny amount yeah. in the great scheme of things with the TV money. But there are plenty of people who can't afford to spend 200 quid for a new kit every Exactly. Every I wait till February or March when it gets yeah, yeah. reduced. Okay. I just nick one from the well, shirt. I'll be, I'll be a surprise if you see many people in the crowd wearing the new shirt. I agree, oh, agree. Yeah. 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 Um, next question is from Jace. 
Hi, Jace. Hi, Jace. He says, any thoughts on Johnny Williams' future at Palace? Had a good Euros, didn't he? We had a good, well, had a good half a game in the... Was it the Slovakia game for yeah. them? He played... I just whatever we've I'm, I'm a fan of Johnny Williams he gives us something in midfield that we lack in that ability to run at other defenders mm. but Pardew simply doesn't rate him so I, I, yeah, I, I, I hope we keep him I wouldn't be surprised if we don't I, can you actually see him fitting in no, no, really, I can't see him fitting in at all get a, there's, we've just got too many players in that in, in central midfield, basically. Although I still think he does give us a, a, a different option. Mm. But Street, as resident Welsh man. Uh, well, hopefully it'll get him a you know, good move to... He, he needs to just establish himself at the championship level and play lots of football. He's not played enough football over the last yeah. few years and mm. he's stagnated just purely because of that. And sometimes it hasn't been his fault. Frankly, some of the refereeing at that level is atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't give any form of protection yeah. to technically able or small players and he's been booted out of games at times which has been a real shame for him I, I almost feel like he would perhaps benefit from going over to sort of a second division uh, Spanish club or yeah, like a yeah. lower La Liga club and just playing somewhere where he gets protection from refs and can play lots of yeah. football mm. um, but I'm sure that having played in, in the Euros there'll be some suitors yeah. I, I very much doubt that he'll, he'll now be able to get anywhere near the first team at Palace and he wasn't particularly near it beforehand and before we started strengthening this summer but I think particularly now but good luck to him Palace fans still love them don't they yeah, of course yeah, it's one of our okay the next question is from Chris Emmanuel hi, hi Chris. Chris Emmanuel and he says would you take the £20 million being banded about for Yala or is his influence on the team uh, that great that we can't cope without him we, we sort of alluded to the last year you get really cr- cross about these questions don't you why when someone asks if, if you would take the money and you always say, well, I don't get to keep it. That's true. I don't. Well, why is it down to you? Yeah. Why are you asking me? Um, are you saying you'd spend it on somebody else? I don't get as cross as... I don't get nearly as cross as you think I get cross about things. <laughs> Some things I get really cross about, but people standing on the wrong side of the escalator, for example. That's really annoying, isn't it? Isn't it just... But, that um, is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I d- I'm not... I don't think... My views on Belassi haven't changed. If we have to lose anyone... Rather lose him than Zahar. I don't think Balassi is ever going to be better as a Palace player than he, than he is. I think he's past his peak. Yeah, I, I still I, think he's a great player. Yeah, I think I want him to stay. I think with the addition of Townsend, I think it'd be great for him to stay because yeah. I think that competition for that, those places with but Zahar the link, the link with West Ham, I think, is a bizarre one because they've got four or five really good wide players already. Mm. So if he's going to stay, if he's going to go to a place where he's battling, a team where he's battling for his place, he might as well stay. I think the thing is. With Balassi, we have said this before, you come away from Sellers Park or wherever it is going, what a great player. And then you look at the actual stats mm. Mm. and it's crosses made, you know, shots on target. The stats don't really add up. But we know he does more than that, doesn't we he? Do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Of course we do. That's why I'd be, I'd be really upset. I'd be really upset to lose him. And I, I, well, I, I don't think there's been any real serious... Office I think it's, age, it's agent talk, isn't it? Yeah, most that's the trouble with a lot of these stories are, but we, I suppose we can't get excited about Benteke on one hand and then saying the others yeah. are, are rumours and, exactly. and agent talk. But I'd I be, do, I I'd do be think... disappointed if he wanted to leave to be perfect for us, because unless the logic, if you look at it logically, and again, there is no logic because we talked about it earlier, it's, it's money, but the top six or seven clubs won't be in for him. No. So why go to a club that's only as good as us? Unless I don't think there are many teams where he'd be guaranteed to get. A, you know, if Berahino's not guaranteed the first team slot at West Brom, Balassi's not going to be guaranteed the first mm. team slot anywhere else in 
and I think he's one of those players who's found the club at which he's going to play his best football. I think he's. I think for other other um, other teams fans, I think he's sort of seen as our most dangerous player. Yeah. I think he's seen as like he's a he's a player that other teams fans always look towards as somebody who might do something that they have to stop. Yeah, they, yeah they've yeah. got to stop. Blast is yeah. the one we got to stop. If, if he's not playing for whatever, I think other teams, other fans, but other I, teams well, feel a lot better. I'll, ask, I'll throw the question back on Andy Street. Then, if if we can pursue, if we we can only say if the, if the law says, as is your field, if the law says we can only play two out of the three each week, which which would be the starting two. Towns uh, oh, oh, good question. That's that really was my next question. So, right. um, personally, I think for me, still the two that were there last season. Is that how you think Pardew? But how do you think Pardew? Will, That's two different questions. Isn't it? it is. How I do agree. I think Sorry, Pardew will approach it? Yeah. Not, I, let's, let's not go for what you want. Let's hope, let, what, how do I think Pardew will approach it? I think he has always been quite hasty to drop wealth. So I think Townsend and Balassi providing Balassi still the old start next season at the very start of the season. Which which on which side? Because Townsend uh, can play both really can't he? I'm not getting paid for this advice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're getting paid by the sponsors as much as we all are. Yeah, yeah that's around zero. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, probably Balassi left Townsend yeah. right. I think Balassi's going to be. Balassi's not quite as good a crosser, so if you can have one that cuts mm. in and tries to shoot wildly, you're probably going to have Balassi yeah. do it rather than it's other way around when, well, no, when Townsend's a very both. good cross of the ball yeah, yeah. Townsend can do both though he can cut in on the wrong foot what do you guys think I, I would my predict, I would think it'd be Townsend and Zahar would be starting I think I think Blas is probably more of it would strike more fear into opponents coming on with 20 minutes to go than maybe Zahar oh, that's a good point that's with punching in the middle then with punching mm-hmm. as your man in the middle yeah. well again I, as we said earlier I think punching might be the one who's got more to fear than the two wide men because I think Townsend can play that mm. that you know forward midfield role as well. Yeah. Um, the, 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 what, what the problem is you've got you've got with both with Punchin, Balassi and Zihar is that they just they, they tend to drift yeah. for games, not just parts of games, they tend to drift for parts of the season. I think this is hopefully bringing somebody in like Townsend and maybe, you know, a great centre forward will raise their game. Yeah, yeah. So and what we don't want them to do is those three players do drift. Yeah. A lot. All, all three of them have had really bad spells. Yeah. Well, it's competition. And it really shows when one or two of those are not in form, we, we suffer. So I think the one thing that bringing Townsend and hopefully Centre Forward will do will just raise everybody's game. And well, that, that's, I know I keep repeating ourselves, we all repeat ourselves about this, but it's that, le- it's that, it's that fight for a yeah. place that is going to make us a better team and make us a top 10 team or a mid-table team the other thing as well with Townsend is that by all accounts he's quite mouthy on the pitch and on the training field and oh, demands very high standards he'll want to take three kicks for example cool good so competition for that I mean that means if we've got more players to take corners and free kicks we mm. start off because that's something that we've been pretty lax at really mm. yeah I mean some of Punch God love him some of his dead ball deliveries from covers have been mm. Shocking. So, and we got the we got the guys like Dan that can meet them and score. So, well, Tompkins is very good in the air as well. Mm. Cool. Okay. Right. Final question then for the first pod of the new season is from uh, I, I really picked his based on the person's name more than the question. Spalucci Jungle. Oh, nice. Hi, nice. Spalucci. Hi, Spalucci. 
Brilliant. That's so, my that's my favourite uh, section in the record shop, actually. Splitch <laughs> 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 the jungle. Splitch the jungle. Brilliant. It says. Someone cosmic jazz. I've just I've just got a sneaking suspicion that someone listening to this podcast is killing themselves laughing that you've read out Splitch jungle. Do you know what? Good luck to them. I enjoyed reading it. It was fun it was to say. It was a philosophical edge, didn't it? It was yeah. fun to say. You didn't laugh when Hugh Jars had his tweet read out. Spalucci Jungle said... Remember Waddock when he... Says, I don't remember those pods. Said, uh, Palace's realistic target for this season. Let's go. Do you know what? I'm not going to say staying up anymore. Because I know in the past three seasons I've always said... Stay up. Staying up. I'll be happy if we finish 17th, but I've, I'm beyond that now. I'm over that. Get up to 16th. Yeah, I think that's no, fair I enough. Think it's time, I think enough. it's time I'll that we... top 12. Yeah, I think it's time that we re, re, recalibrated our ambition. Mm. Uh, if we want to be the sort of club we do want us to be, then I think we have to look... I'm not going to say we have to win Carling Cup or qualify for Europe, but... Our, our, we, we <coughs> I want me. a more consistent season. I don't want to have. I don't yeah. want to have what happened last year when we have this yeah. whole yeah. period of just like, oh my days, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I want. I want more consistency this season. Yeah. If nothing else. If that means it's ending four or five from the bottom, I think it's a step up. I think that's what we yeah. need. We need some sort of consistency, and that's. A lot of people said we would get it by getting Pardew, and that's what happened. And I, you know, I do, I do worry that if we have a really bad start to the season, then I think the knives are going to be out for him as well. I do think the fixes. Yeah, you look at. I mean, I know if you're probably going to talk about fixtures later, but I think what I really want from next season is a, a, a high level of consistency. I, want, I don't want us to drift yeah. so much that we do. I want to be walking up the Holmesdale Road with the expectation of three points, not the vague hope. Mm. Basically, we started to get that though, didn't we? To come start of December last season. Well, yeah, yeah. We started to get that, and then uh, of course we went on that run, and and everything changed. I think, I think, yeah, you're right, Enders. Uh, consistency would be would be mm. nice. Would it? What would be? A, obviously, going down would be terrible. But would <laughs> what would be classed a disaster? Going apart down from that. No, I mean, would, <laughs> would finishing 16th, 17th be a disaster? Or 15th? No, I just think no, bad, no. bad, bad football. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see terrible football. I don't want to see our backs against the wall at any point. I don't want us not being part of games. I want to see us competing. Whoever we're playing, I want to see us competing. If we lose two 0 I want to, you know, I want yeah, to know that we've foot. actually yeah, yeah. that we've been fighting for it. I yeah. don't want us to. I, I don't want us to do what England did in the flipping Euros. That's what I don't want to see: yeah. incompetence at all levels. I want us to be out there, and you know, I'm not saying that. We don't. We do that. And most, you know, most of the time. I want to yeah. see it all the time. I want all the fans to have something to cheer about. I want to see yeah. a brilliant season where we walk away at the end of it and just go, "That was amazing." Does it feel like with the transfers we made, that's that's potential? That's there's always potential beginning the season because we haven't kicked a ball yet. So of course, <laughs> well, it's true though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the it, best okay. time to be a football fan. Yeah, no, does it feel season. like we are actually sort of yes, heading does. in that direction? Yes, it does. Yeah, it compared does, yeah. compared to January, we brought Adi Boyer in. Yeah, yes, exactly. it does. Yes, it does yeah. seem like we have a cohesive. But I would like to see. A more coherent style of play. I'd like to see a Palace. I'd like to see know, a Plan B sometimes. Well, basically, I'd like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like, I'd, I'd like to see Plan B. Yeah, <coughs> that, that's, that's a really good point, actually. But if Plan A is going to be wingmen and crosses in the centre forward, I want to see it done properly. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. Plan A just was never carried out properly yeah, last yeah. season. That was part of the problem. That's why he wanted Plan B so much. Yeah. Because Plan A didn't work. I'd like to see Plan A really, really well. I think, I think like Townsend is key to that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And Benteke is key to that. I, I want to see people... No one was scared to come to Sellers Park last season. No. I want to see people really worry about coming to Sellers Park. I want yeah. to see... I want it to be a major shock when anyone beats us at Sellers Park, yeah. including the top the top four, basically. What do you want, Andy? Uh, I want a tab at the Pawsons. I've been That'd asking be for one for seasons now. And they just won't give me one. 
So that, okay. and also. I don't think we're far away from that either, actually. I think that's achievable. Have you not? I thought everybody had it. You have been going there for 50 years. You were working when the FIP money went, so. I just want to see a Palace home win or two. It felt like we came away from Selhurst so often last season. Oh, that was terrible again. We did. Well, we did, because. I think uh, I think the first games. I think we have to put a marker down. First game of the season. Yeah. We, you know, I've, that's one of the good things about buying the players early. You hope that they'll have had time together, play together. Yeah. I just want to see his first game of the season go out there and with the attitude that we're a better team than West Brom. Yeah. And we're going to show that to them. And you want other teams looking around going. Actually, this is a lot of This looks like a half decent team. This Palace team. Because people are saying that already now with the transfer. Yeah, all Palace yeah, are going to be a team. So you have to start the season strong. If we did to West Brom what we did to them last season at Sellers, when we we did the best performance of the season, and Wilf was fantastic. Yeah. That would be a great way to start the season, wouldn't it? Yeah. Benteke score, Townsend score. There you go. Yeah. Mandanda gets one. Pulis cry in front of the home stand. That'd be great. Amazing. Yeah. Although Pulis, his second year West Brom, it's time for him to do his favourite trick in it. He'll, off he'll, he'll be gone before the start of the season but I, think, you know, I do think the interesting oh. what, James, <laughs> oh, yeah. what James says on a negative note because carrying the negativity over from I think if we won the FA Cup Pardew probably would have been on the crest of a wave but mm. this this run of fixes at the start of the season is potentially a problem because if we don't come out of them agreed. with convincing victories there will be people and I think I can't overstate the, the Americans haven't bought in to a club that's going to be struggling towards the bottom of the table mm. and, and if, there's and no more sentimentality sentimentality as is said um, watching Donny Gormatters the other night on Irish TV it's incalculatable <laughs> is it? but there's, there is no sentiment those, those guys are not sentimental no. and if they will you know they will get moised in like a shot they, we, they will want us in the Premier League but also, like, like. But having said that, let's hope that we, no, we hope, get yeah. five wins out of the first season. Yeah. There's not. And there's no, there's no hangover from over from the FA Cup. That's been done and dusted. We're drawing a line over that. We're moving on. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're sort of ready to sort of crack. But on. there will be a hangover from the the end of the season if we start. If we yeah. if we start if back we struggle we? in our first two or three home games, that that hangover will, yeah. will be kicked straight. So in. no pressure, boys. But you've got there's to no pressure. It. There's, 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 there's more pressure than there's ever been. But it should be pressure because on this is our fourth season, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. You know, it's fourth exactly. season. And it's you know it's it's more. You know, we are paying a lot of money for players. If we do end up buying Ben Teke for thirty odd million, yeah. the pressure on those players, the pressure on the club is you know. But that's what we're in. That's yeah, the game yeah, yeah. we're in. You know, yeah. if we don't want to be in that game, let's go and play in the championship. Yeah, Ben Teke is exactly. League One. Exactly. He's you in know what? We're in it. That's what we're in. Let's 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 enjoy the pressure. And for me, I want to put. I agree. Ben Teke's got extra pressure. A dive. As much as possible. <laughs> and I hope he's listening well, to this because he's got. To, well, sorry, Max. I'm Mark, sure he is listening. Where yeah. our players don't dive. That's why it's taking so long. He's getting a personal apology from all 3,000 people who sign that petition back in January. Palace players don't dive. We know that they maximise their full opportunities. Well, by the time we do our next pod, because we're not going to pod every week now, we're going to. This is our what? first one. Yeah, we're going to. And then we'll do another one. We'll do another one in a few weeks, maybe before the start of the season. But maybe by then we might have Benteke to talk about. Start of season is a that was one of my favourite chants the, the, the Villa fans the Ben Teke Ben Teke well maybe we can do it next season no no we're not allowed okay. well, well I was trying to think of one for Mandanda but I, I was thinking of the the Abitude Fernando Mandanda you the bells the ball was in the air that night he, he caught it right Mandanda <laughs> he was saving there for you and me for CPFC Mandanda I'm out of my son is, I am uh, this is a- <laughs> 
This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> my son, like my son is looking through the hatch. The one who's in musical. Disdain. No, no, he's, he's the one who's in musical theatre. He's the one. He's trying attempting to smoke a cigarette without coughing. Never he's heard the, of Abba, has he? He's the one. No, he's the one who came up with that. He's oh, the one who's you? discussing the, the oh, Abba good. songs. Good man. I like it. He was trying to get an Abba song for Townsend as well. All right, and Tom. Cheeky Townsend, yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. Okay, right, that's the end of part two, uh, listeners. Part two. two. Oh, yeah. two. Thank two. you for your questions as ever. Um, part three, we're going to look forward to the fixture lists for this season. We're going to look at a list. What if we're going to look at other fixtures and whatever? Well, we just, we just had a long we conversation we about discussing how it's. We uh, well, discussed you should have clearly you said, in there, that this was the last. I'm about to end the pod. No, I didn't. This is the last. You should have waited. Okay, we'll do something. Okay, we'll just regurgitate everything we just said. We'll find something. We'll find something. Let's do it in this week then, in the middle of July. No, I haven't, I haven't researched that. So, uh, yeah, it's not like something will happen in part three, so okay. join us in a bit. Hello, listeners, welcome back to part three of the Five Year Plan podcast, first pod of the new season. It's the pre-season. Hooray. 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 Come on, lads. Hooray. Lads, we have to keep the We're not welcoming back to part three. This is welcome is back to part. the pod. This is part yeah. three. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. so yeah. excited about discussing a fixture list. I know. Which we've already pretty yeah. much yeah. discussed. Well, we discussed the first few. There's there's more fixtures. I was most surprised yeah, by more fixtures. There, there are games home and there's some away. Yeah. The away ones will be quite difficult. Yeah. Because we'll have to travel. Away on Boxing Day again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, slightly mentioned. I'll do the oh, we should also mention. I'll do the sponsors, we'll, and yeah, I'll okay. mention this charity bloke. Sponsors are Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk, and that's Vector with a K. K. Good. Oh, and there are. I mean, I know we gave out loads of t-shirts at the end of last season, but there are still FYP t-shirts available for sale. So for sale, so, yeah, you can wow. you can you can buy them for yourself, and they or well, tweet a cocktail before yeah. we agree that they get a t-shirt we, for yeah. a cocktail. Yeah, every single cocktail. Is... No, just just <laughs> one, just one, maybe two. Um, but you can buy them from t-shirtmonster forward slash uh, t-shirtmonster.com forward slash FYP I will uh, yes uh, oh sorry is that forward oh, forward? Oh, 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 and JCIS sorry oh yeah you, you oh, never mind no, never mind no, JCIS the global research and brand consultancy from South London visit jc-is.com I will oh wow that was uh, before I forget I'll give you more details there's a Palace fan who's cycling to every away game yeah uh, and considering our first two away games are Newcastle and Middlesbrough I believe or more than some but yeah. he's, he's doing it to raise money for charity so I, I, I said that we would keep up to date with his progress where's he cycling from though I mean from is he just getting like the train no, no. to Newcastle Central no 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 he's, he's, forever, he's cycling from Sellers Park to every you're going to have enough time wow. that seems like he's going to have yeah. to leave him like a couple of days earlier yeah, yeah yeah do you know who's, he, who's he doing it for we don't know yet but okay. like, he, he did tell me but it was okay. oh, so we'll find this out and we'll let people know yeah. good luck man to be confirmed for charity to be confirmed he's just a really good cause it's one of my he's such a nice guy yeah I thought I'd. He has got a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. Half three in the morning. He's got a, he says, no, that's nice. And yeah, yeah. he's my brother. I adopted him. Oh, I think he stayed in the That's very room. nice. Mystery, mystery charity. Uh, still in the front room now. Also on fixtures, uh, away on Boxing Day again. Let's just stay really dull. Whereabouts? Watford, isn't it? Watford. No, yes, Watford away. No, yes. They yes. really don't want to be. And away on the New Year's Day. New Year's no, home to Swan. Home to. Oh, New Year's no. Eve. Away New Year's Eve. Away New Year's Eve. Yeah. 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 But we don't. From Mind you, who's going to be on that game? It costs about seventy pounds to go there. From, it does. From Tuesday, thirteenth of December, through to Saturday, fourteenth of January, we don't leave London. 
Unconcealable. Is, aren't they doing that maximum prices for away tickets this season? Thing? Oh, yeah, 30 quid. Are they? Yeah. Is yeah. that next season? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. 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 Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. And that's 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 obligatory, isn't it? Like Everyone has to not... Like, uh, not I think it is. It's not obligatory. They've all signed up to it. So, so they're going to... Yeah, they, they, yeah. they would get so much stick if they didn't do it. So. I get, the only problem with that is it means that uh, tickets will be even harder to, to get for away games now because... Well, so you're, you're implying that it's a bad thing that the people no, without, without right. money have now priced been, <laughs> no, been quite happy to be priced out recently no so. I think it's brilliant I couldn't afford to go to all the you don't riff raff in is that what you're saying I couldn't I wanted to go to every game last season I couldn't because I ran out of money in January so it's a, it's a welcome change I think it's brilliant yeah okay, but I'm just great. saying it's going to make tickets so um, can you tell me uh, what's, uh, what about March how's yeah. March March looking for the fixtures well there's three of them oh wow that's quite, that's yeah. quite good two of them at home all right, okay. One away, I guess. Yep. Yeah, correct. Okay. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I thought this part was going to be tedious, and it's even worse than this. <laughs> this is no, this is full of way below expectations. Why? We've already talked about them. No, this is up there with your in-depth discussion of the financial fair play rules. I mean, it comes to something. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that bad. Come the on. highlight of this has been so far a preview, an unnamed person yeah, doing yeah. something for an unnamed charity. <laughs> oh no, no. There's a highlight for me. It was JD saying the economic dispossession be kept away from football games. I yes, I didn't say that. I think just for this, just so people don't. You just wouldn't expect that from someone from Edinburgh originally. You wouldn't imagine who's now usually they're so in touch with the who's now living in his mother-in-law's house in the countryside. Yeah, she's a very lovely lady. She's a lovely lady. She's very supportive. She's looking after you. She's looking. Yeah, she supports you ragged. Just to scare people tonight, can you just run through the last three or four games we've got of the season? Okay. Yes. Well, the last. Okay, so April is Chelsea away Southampton away Arsenal at home Leicester at home Liverpool away Burnley at home and then May is Man City away Hull at home Man United away So what you mean is two out of the last four against newly promoted teams Two, yeah. two, two, two yeah. home games Those two Actually, home no, games That's not as bad as a four Really? That looks pretty bad to me You've got to pay everyone home and away That means that we've got other easier games earlier in the season To be fair the re- it does leave the rest of the fixture list actually looking we not, haven't, I not don't think, too bad I'm, My memory is because I'm not like you JD I don't pour over it every day but <laughs> I don't know We've got It's probably the easiest start we've had for a time and I can't recall any there's no other sort of terrifying runs of games that you think there's it, four or five really difficult it games. It looks a lot like... And Everybody else's fixtures. No, it yeah, looks yeah. a bit like Leicester's fixtures last season. You know, when oh, that means Leicester, the league. Uh, yeah, brilliant. That's why I didn't really want to say yeah. but, um, <laughs> but in the same way that Leicester never seemed to have a really bad run of games, did they? They, they always, always seem to, to be playing mid-table teams. Yes. Yes. And ours has a sort of a, a bit of a feel to that. Well, you've jinxed it now, haven't you? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just th- I've probably jinxed things numerous times over the last several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, remember that? Yeah. Last season, I'll never forget it. Okay. I still think about it. But also, a weird quirk uh, we're playing Man United away on May the 21st, which is the same date we played them this what? year in the FA Cup. Was that the last game of the season? Yeah. Don't recall that much. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't recall many non weird quirks. Think you've made it up. When are we playing Man United at home? <laughs> a weird quirk is so a we tall them. Thirteenth uh, of December. Oh, quite, oh. I'm quite interested in seeing Ibrahimovic down at Sellers Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Is he going to play? Is he going to play for Man United? 
Well, they haven't signed well, they, him. They've signed him. No, they've signed to do. What, well, regularly. sell shirts, which they don't sell any shirts at all, do they? That is one of those things <laughs> that you will, you do have to sort of pinch yourself a little bit. Yeah, you can't get it. Yeah, it'd be funny. Well, Guardiola's going to be in the Guardiola's yeah, going to be in the bench. That's Sellers Park. fantastic. Brilliant. You lot sick of me. I'm going there to see Crystal Palace players and managers. No one else. Oh, look, it's Latan. I have an autograph, Latan. I want to see him play. I like to see. There's one of the reasons why I like being in the Premier League, so I can see some of the best players and managers in the world. Get Not yeah. all of them play for us. I know I say it's on a weekly basis, but you lot are poor. So me. if you only go and see Palace, does it come as a surprise to you when these invisible men beat us? <laughs> no. You <laughs> 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 go, how's that happened? We seem to have lost. <laughs> You have to enjoy That's part of the reason. Definitely. I know I'm a hypocrite. Absolutely not. Of course it is. It's part no, of the reason. You. you want to be in the Premier League to see these players get battered up the arse by David Delaney on a weekly yeah, basis. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. want to see them. You want Do you see remember when Diego Costa, when Delaney had just had him in his pocket for the whole game? It was yeah. brilliant. I mean, that was great. That, that, was great. So that wouldn't have happened if Costa hadn't been playing. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Okay, I've really hoped Delaney's playing that game. Delaney oh, against Ibrahimovic. That'd be amazing. Delaney's going to batter him. Come on, you can wear it. Also, as well. No, because I'll buy it, but I won't wear it. We've got Joe Hart to boo. We've got all. Think of all the England players we've got to boo. Yeah, Rooney. We've got Rooney to boo. Yeah, all the Tottenham players for letting their country down. Are we going to? Are we all going to start doing a Ledley dance? I don't think I could do the Ledley dance. I don't think he should be doing it after he broke his leg. He let me perfectly on it. His recovery, amazing. Three week recovery from broken leg. Yeah. Oh, okay, recovery. Yeah. Okay. Right, a couple of things to promote then before the end of the pod. Um, the fanzine will, has got a new editor. Oh, really? Jay Crane from the Eagles Beat. Who was, he did the, <laughs> <laughs> he did the, the last refused, one of last season. I've been season. refusing the bite. It's been so shabbily edited. <laughs> Who's been editing it? Well, Jay did the last one of last it's season. It's come as news to me that anyone's been editing it. <laughs> Jay did the last word last one last words season. together on a bit of blank paper and see what sticks. That was more like when I used to do it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm it was I think that was the it. point. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I've not done it for years. Yeah, he, was, he was a sense of humour correspondent. Yeah. Concentrating on doing making this pod, so great. Yeah, and the, seamless, yeah. this season, is, Jay's going to do it and he's spending yeah. all the cash yeah. for issues. Just, we don't get that much cash. Uh, there's going to be four issues this season, yeah, and the first right. one... <laughs> yeah right the first one is our uh, first game season against West Brom your so. dad doesn't sell it for the sake of his health does he you must be bugging your dad some money to stand on a he call he sells it for the love of FYP just I sell the fanzine get no money for it but you know what I do get is there such a, a thing as a love. podcast guests union yeah maybe we should form one yeah. Yeah, you do get a lot of love you do yeah. it for the attention yeah, of course what I do, do why else would I do it yeah. I don't give, do it for anything else and, no. you're, and you're very good at it I get a lot yeah. of people t- telling me how much they enjoy the pod and they, they, a lot of people say do you know Do you know how how well do you know Kevin Day <laughs> <laughs> and they say to me which one's Travis I just want to meet Travis he's the drunk one at the bottom of the road okay so look out for the uh, the fanzine on the first game of the season I will um, yeah I've, I'll be selling it yeah, 50 of fanzine yeah Still on 50, I think. Well, that's good. Well, that's good, considering we're a Premier League. Uh, with all the change, it'd be better if it's like a pound, maybe. Remember that time we did we it from... Do, it used to be a pound. We'll it's do it for two, then. Because all can't. those 50p's in my pocket, it's really hard. Well, yeah, I feel like this is a conversation for off off air. We're yeah. just trying to fill part three up. <laughs> no, we're done with part three. We're just wrapping up. We're just wrapping oh, up. Okay. The only oh, other thing is I I need to promote my live show which I'm doing at the start of August. See you later. I'll see you next pod. Yeah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's really really good. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, guys. Thanks a lot. See you next season. To be fair. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
It does need promoting. I've seen it. It really needs promoting. <laughs> it needs promoting. Um, it's a live show. It's it's releasing. Hen- it's what he's putting it, out of his misery. It, 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 it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, two nights, August 6th, August 7th, at the Hen and Chickens Theatre in North London. £9 tickets, which you can get from camdenfringe.com. Uh, or more it's, properly, it's the Hen and Chickens room above a pub. Yeah. It says theatre, but it's probably... Theatre, room and pub. Imagine pub. the Portions Arms with a cinema attached. <laughs> a stage, a stage <laughs> of a screen. 50 seats. There's, there's 50 yeah. seats up there, which we need to fill. So please buy a ticket. Um, it's called Jim and Dave have lost the dressing room. Uh, and it's a comedy show about football. Who's so Dave? the other guy I'm doing it with. You didn't tell me there was another guy in it. Yeah. You're doing a show about football with another, another, yeah. another comic? Yeah. Sure. You can't talk, Captain Fifteen Pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's his second name? Uh, Dave Bibby. He's a stand-up. You're doing a pod with Dave Bibby. Yeah. Anyway, well, no, uh, tickets tough. are on sale now, so I'm, please I'm, come I'm, to I'm, the I'm, show. I told him not to mention it. Oh, it's going to be loads of fun. Really upset, yeah. That went as badly as I thought Someone's it was going like to go. Should have done a part three. So, <laughs> really. Uh, <laughs> who, who are we playing on the 18th of September? We've, we've done, we've done the we've done that. Oh, we've who done are we that. playing the 18th of September 1969? <laughs> I don't know. Doing this in this week. I don't know. No, that I week. wasn't around then. So, well, I wasn't around at the Battle of Waterloo, but where it happened. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Good point. Steve. Stop yeah. this pod now! <laughs> All right, stop. Thanks for listening, listeners. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Really, if you've got Probably. this far, you've done bloody well. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.